pop on a handstand in slow motion for me. I will try to. My guy, my guy, my guy, my guy. That's important. I'm so glad I, I'm so glad I hit record. You said what? I'm so glad I hit record. What <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for that request? <laughs> Where I'll be making up. You and Lex really sick those, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to see what Lex out there for, man. You know? <laughs> what you out there for? You know what I'm saying? You can't be a, you can't be out of Vegas on the assignment that he's on. <laughs> not catch that in slow motion, my man. Trying to be shoot, trying to be shooting regular films, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Try to try to catch the try to catch the art, but not really the art. You know what I mean? Like trying to get him like a storyline and shit. Yeah, I ate guacamole for like the first time ever yesterday. Oh, uh, you on the shitter? <laughs> nah. Okay. I was the guac. I can't do it, man. I can't. I can't do avocado. I can't do when they try to mix it up and put it in, make it into guac. That's a no go. I could probably go to salsa. Yeah. And see, here's the craziest part: is it was still a no go, but I was so hungry, uh, and I did. So it was just like I didn't ask to do what comes on the tacos. So it was just on there. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm gonna have to eat this today. I got you. Okay. 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 It would it have been you'd have, uh, you'd have started death trying to scrape it off. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I'd have been there before. Today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you yeah. think the pizza is good, try hands down the best wings in the valley. Nobody, and I mean nobody, does wings like NWP. Order now online, online for takeout or delivery. Or you can just pull up on them and eat in a restaurant because the world is slowly opening back up. And, and I do mean slowly because Oregon is kind of behind everybody and their numbers keep doing this weird shit, you know. But pull up on family up there, tell Morgan, meet the Brave podcast, since you. Um, today's episode is also powered by the Reef Studios, downtown Oakland, Black Owned Studio, myself, OG Jaron, Brian Simmons, where you can get multi-tracking, audiobook, podcasts, you name it, it can be done. Follow the Reef Studios on Instagram and DM for inquiries for booking time and do it now because it's filling up. It's about to be summer and everybody want to have a hit and you know where you got to come to get that shit. Uh, today's episode is powered by Uplifters, Black-owned domino company who recently did a collaboration with Grand National to do the original six-piece set. 
dominoes and I've been handing out L's all left and right. L been ducking me, Lex been ducking me. I I, I can go through my hit list, but niggas been ducking me. So it, it don't even matter at this point. But follow uplifters, no vows. The description is the link is always in the description. How about that? Um, order your set of dominoes and then let me know. Pull up. We might even be announcing a grand national domino tournament ASAP, but they can oh, just pencil me in. Pencil me in a championship. Is that, that just for Grand Nationals so y'all could be like king mm-hmm. of the hill for y'all? Or is it outside? No, 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 no. Okay. It's okay. outside invites and, and we're gonna we gonna really see see who the king the king I mean, are Yeah, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> if y'all just trying to be king of the hill or grand national, man, then, you know, <laughs> y'all own bragging rights. I would enter it. I would enter in, you know, I'll probably be recording it, you know. <laughs> It's all good, Lex. You go one handed, man. You only need one hand for the dominoes, bro. Catch <laughs> <laughs> that ass whooping. What a sicko. Uh, last but not least, today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Let's Bubble Productions. Our brother Alexius Franklin and co host of the Meet the Brave podcast and making everything look grandiose as far as our video goes. He also is an extreme renowned storyteller, documentary, movie maker, series maker, you name it, he can get it done. So tap in with Let's Bubble Productions. If you want your shit to look as dope as ours, it's as simple as that. I don't know any other way else to say it. Lex, did I, did I nail it? How you feel? Yeah, you gave me the extra sauce. I feel special. Sprinkle, sprinkle me, man. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's do it. So meet the Brave Podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG. Lex B-U-B. My brothers, y'all know how we get it. Tap in, tap in. How y'all feeling? What up, folks? Shit, I'm still a little... <laughs> I'm trying to wake up from too many patrol shots last night. Too many? So, so, you, so, so, say too many what? I said too many patrol shots. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. I, I, feel like, I feel like you did the own fade in your voice over there. <laughs> I did. I did. Like, too many patrol shots. You know what I mean? Like, you went real quiet over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let let we are remote today. Lex is away on assignment. Lex, is there any? Is it too soon to talk about the project you're working on, or can you give anything? Um, it's coming. We'll see. Okay, yeah, this it's it's so dope. Uh, just to see everybody working and 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 expanding beyond, you know, shit from the pod to books to 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 other film projects, you name it. Um. Niggas really out here getting it. And so just the, the context of how busy folks are, but how we still making plans. Lex was on the text like, yo, like just a heads up and be out the way, but we still getting this episode in. We not, we not, we not slowing up. So that is what you are experiencing today. Real ones out here getting it. We are we proud of you though, bro. You really out there trapping, trapping for real. Uh-huh. How what how, how was it? The first day of shooting was good, pretty crazy. Seen some shit, soon seen. <laughs> my man said uh see some shit oh man no i do i do indeed what uh i, I did have a question though I, we got a lot to get to first of all uh shout out to uh, everybody on our 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 listenership it's our weekly tap in everybody that fucks with us thank y'all so much everybody that listens on apple podcast spotify stitcher Castbox, um simplecast and i do want niggas to know that we have people that listen across those platforms it's it's so dope uh i want to send a salute to my god dad he he sent he sent me um 
a screenshot of a, of the link and he listens on Stitcher and I damn near uh-huh. fell out. I was like, that's so dope. But he was just he was just sitting there salute. Just he love he loves the content. He loves the dialogue. So, so shout out to my goddad. And I, and I once he texted me, G. Yeah, I, th- I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute. This might be where my original love for broadcasting comes from because he got God that God that David was the one like if it was a wedding, if it was a funeral, if it was graduation, he always had his uh, his little radio FM AM radio in his pocket with his headphones and he wasn't missing the game for nobody. He don't he don't give a fuck what you got going on. It could yeah. it it could be a bar mitzvah. He not missing the game. And <laughs> I. I I realized that my love for that may come from him because he listened to talk radio, all the shit, not really be in the car, listening to podcasts, audio book, talk radio, you name it. And on road trips and uh, the early day, we'd be in a, the big sprinter van, be Goldie and Dill, be the first ones to turn on the, the, the football game on the on the AM station. And then they would be in the car looking at us like, y'all can't be serious. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah, no. Wanted to send a shout out to them, but then Lex, but the shit that you've been doing with the videos, bro, on from the reels to the YouTube, our YouTube subscribers are it's it's moving, bro. It's so yeah, dope. You've been, been running up, Lex, man. Good shit, man, dog. Like especially with the different right. the different ways that you tweak, you know, the 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 background situation or the tagline or just things that you just can continuously try to creatively put into place. So I see you, I see you over there, you know, making it work. <laughs> Man, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Peace, King. <laughs> I um, see that these drills been running up too. The what? Hey. The what been running up? Oh, uh, we forgot, you know, LG don't have the instant no more. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 nah, it's it, it's some shit that come again. Uh, what happened? Nah, real, shit. Real. Get rid of uh, TikTok, basically. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, dope. Oh, so that's that's the one you went ended up going with. Mm-hmm. He just he, he figured he figured out the format for it and got it dialed in. Like so you really you really own it, Brad. And you know it's really giving. What you know what I what I always imagine is like the content was so rich it would just live forever. And so people are getting familiar, tapping in, and like, wait a minute, man, you do do do. I love what y'all be talking about. You know what I'm saying? So it's really. It's really dope to see how people talk, tap in and how they engage. And uh, shout out Toby, Tea Time. He hit me. He's like, bro, L be having me dying. I was like, no, that nigga's a sicko, bro. Don't be fooled. L is a real fucking sicko. And all you all you got to do is press play on one of the episodes to figure that out. So. L be to himself, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I got. How was the week? Um, I guess, I guess by by my measure, it was it was fairly slow. Like pop culture news, if you, if, if that's where you want to go, but a lot happened in my on like some personal shit. How did how did the how did the week sort of temper for y'all? Where where was it at for y'all? Was it did it feel busy? Did it feel slow? Did it feel like personal life shit was moving fast? Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't much in pop culture. So I think for the most part, it was just. Uh, it was just a lot of just life stuff, to tell you the truth. I mean, just getting mm. a bunch of life stuff in order and, you know, just, just a constant uh, educational thing. I mean, I think that's really when you do that every single day, you really, like, 
it, it doesn't feel dull or feel like there's anything missing in the world, you know? Yeah. That, that helps out a lot. It's just, you know, I'm doing, uh, reading uh, Be Water, My Friend right now. And that is, it, how is that? It's dope as fuck. Be water, my friend. Be water, my friend. I gotta get on that. It's uh, it's written by. We uh, definitely got a book club, G. Hey, real life, real life. It's written by uh by Bruce Lee's daughter, uh from like oh. yeah from all of Bruce Lee's like writings or whatever. And that's what I was talking about as far as like Bruce Lee when he passed. Um, he wasn't. He didn't. He didn't write a book, but he 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 constantly educated himself. But he couldn't write a book because he felt that. If he wrote one, then people would be stuck in whatever, whenever that book ends, they'll feel like the, the knowledge of it ends. You know what I mean? So since he was constantly learning, he didn't feel comfortable putting something so concrete down when there's more to it. You know what I mean? When he's constantly trying to, he's constantly in the process. So it's just interesting. That, that, I think that's so fire. The... It be the most. It be the. It be the most humblest niggas that have the have the most supreme amount of discipline, that that are our greatest teachers. But because of what people sort of attach themselves to or sort of assign as gospel, they miss the niggas who are doing the work. Often, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, um, and so just 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 minds and individuals like that that exist is is such a such a dope thing that this earth got to have someone like a Bruce Lee um, who was so disciplined um, in, in, in application, I think is more, is more so. And uh, we've been having, we've been having to have these, these consistent sort of reoccurring talks as a, as a crew, as a collective in, in this, in the, in the space of scaling. Right. But what we're leading with is the concept of wellness um, and wellness through the lens of like the black American experience and what the fuck that means. Cause it's never been, it's never been, it's never been approached this way. It's never been talked about this way. And for damn sure it's never been the, the, the leading sort of foundational value for an entertainment agency or entertainment company. It's like, nah, bro, all that shit could be had, especially when it comes to storytelling. And when you talk about be water, my friend and the concept, like that's the, that's really the kind of care, um, I think all of us, especially all of us on the on on this show, aspire to have that level of care and that level of mindfulness when creating something and going like, "Yo, man, I like, I'm not pretending to be better than or know it." I like the 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 goal is really for you for you as the leader, the consumer, to tap in and realize you possess the same sort of bandwidth to have the same to have the same discipline, but then also execute the same application. Uh, yeah, I think that's the I think that's the cool thing about the way that she wrote it is that since it's coming from her, um, she has all the insight, of course, but she's also learning more about her father as she goes because he passed when he when she was four, uh, so she has to you know she, she most of her stories she's getting from what he wrote down, you know what I mean? So that's how that's the angle that she gets. But as far as like knowing the who Bruce Lee actually is, you know, he was. You know, his insight into he was um, he had a very hard, he had a very high temper. Uh, he was he was he was short. He had a short manner, so like he would easily be frustrated, and his temper would rise. So like all the work on the discipline part of things, you know, kind of life shows that to you at some point. You know what I mean? So it was just it was, it was a process 
Uh, but the thing that you can't say was super goal oriented. You know what I mean? And he was, you know, he saw things that um, he saw things for himself. And in a way, for some, for a lot of people that end up passing early, that tends to be the case a lot. Is that you, 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 you start to feel how how time works you know how quickly time is moving and you, you get a lot in in a short period of time you know what i mean and that's kind of the angle that that was but yeah this is this, this, this interesting read. i think everybody should try to tap into that that's what's up now this is is dope having is uh i had a really really dope conversation with kev this week um and he was he's essentially bigging up you guys uh but he was just talking about the difference of, of having a crew and having a support system or not. And and even and even me, like as for as grateful as I think I am of y'all, it's it's conversations like that where I, I'm reminded of how much gratitude I need to extend to the concept of having like like your your immediate circle be your niggas for real and, and be and be blood and 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 some and, and and for most of the crew and then Lex Lex may as well be blood at this point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he was sure. but his his point was, he was like, he's like, nah, bro, you don't understand. Like, I've never had this. He's like, it's one thing to have OGs and like women and all these other people be your accountability circle. So a whole other thing to have your niggas be your accountability circle. So this, it just hit different. He's like, so the the checks and balances on the music and on the art and all this shit, and then even just on some play, some player shit is like, it's a different type of energy. He's like, y'all, he's like, y'all got that. He's like, watching y'all move is the sickest shit. Like, it's just like, <laughs> and I was like, damn, man, it, it is really cool when you put it in context. So just to, you know, for your for your niggas to be like, what you what you read, what you want? Like, Lex, right. Lex, Lex, Lex quick to send us some shit. Like, yo, check, y'all just tap in, like, ASAP, you know? So it's, it's a really, it's a really dope feedback circle, information circle, just staying balanced and informed more than anything. And I pre I, I appreciate appreciate my niggas for that, man. Now uh so, man. For sure. now now to the debauchery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, not I mean, not really, but I, okay, I struggle with it because everybody's like, yo, the world back open, the world ain't closed. For, for depending on what type of time you've been on. Mm-hmm. And so, but now let's look for, 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 for reference sake, let's say the world is back open now, right? It's about to get sick. Oh, because it. We've, we've only been saying it the, the entire time it's been happening, but I, now, that, now that it's here, that shit in Miami was kind of wild, G. Hey. Waking up to that, man, it was was pretty sick and pretty what crazy. The, what was the what was the official count? Did you see the official count? Um, as of right now, twenty two. Twenty two. Uh, twenty two shot or twenty two. Twenty two shot, two dead so far. So two fatal shot. Uh, but just the way that it transpired was the sick part, and that you know the same way like when Post sent that uh, that video to us, the same way we looked at that large that, that many people that body of people and short corridors like that your anxiety goes through the roof that's how it was for this situation man like that was a club situation i don't know what the function was but the way that it transpired all it was was a van pulled up three men uh hopped out with semi-automatics and handguns and just shot towards the crowd there was no you know what i mean like it wasn't like a 
a specific person that you were going for. It was literally just, it was like some Grand Theft Auto type shit, you know? Like these, these niggas playing Fortnite for real. They playing Fortnite for real. They're playing, you know. Jesus, man. I see that. It's, and, and so that uh, that's the part that concerns me. I remember when we were younger, um, I, I think it was the summer right before you would get ready to leave for college. I think I'm almost certain it was that summer. But we we had the we 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 had the whips. We we fucking around like this. We fucking with chicks and from Sac all the way to San Jose. So we trying to be outside, and then hella people got knocked down that summer. And then moms was on some like, nah, y'all gotta shut it down. And we like, and and it, and it was it was it was a fu- it was a fucked up thing to say. But I remember saying it at the time. I'm like, mom, I know that's your partner's son that got killed, but that nigga was in some bullshit. <laughs> just, just pure blank. <laughs> so I, I, I know it's hot this summer, but it's hot for the niggas that it's hot for. Like, granted, accidents happen. Niggas get caught slipping all the time. Like that, that does, that does happen. Mm-hmm. But so, so often that is so rare. And the hardest thing to ever say to a to a to a grieving mother, to a grieving family, is that your son or daughter was in some bullshit okay. for real. <laughs> And no, nobody wants to hear that. And it just don't be the time. Like it just, it, it just don't be the time. But that, that was. I remember being so frustrated because nigga, that's nigga, we just got the whip. I'm getting my first little. You know what I'm saying? Now the yeah. kind of summer, summer over because a few niggas got knocked down. I'm like, that nigga was wilding. Right. <laughs> we don't even. We don't even. We don't even fuck with chicks that live in a fucked up neighborhood. I did that one time and almost okay. lost my, lost my life and never did it again. The <laughs> <laughs> the risk wasn't wasn't meeting the reward. G, G, but my but so the first time the risk the risk was on point. Like it was like I could take that. This this is hilarious. So I'm I'm in like freshman year of biology. There was a junior in there. Oh, she was bad. Oh, and so I was just like I was on her, but I I never had that energy of like pressing somebody. But her for whatever reason, I just wanted her bad. Yeah. And so like like hat like halfway through the year she's okay, but then she get a she get a boyfriend all the shit. So by the time I start driving, she out of she's graduated now. She you know start giving niggas some play. She mm-hmm. like oh pull up. She like pull up. And this is the day. These are before you can get that that uh, the Addy and like put it in and go. I like, see where, where it's actually at. She, she had to she had to she had to like give me directions. So I'm like I think I know where that's at. But in my mind, I'm going if that's where it's at, I probably shouldn't go. Nigga, she was in the in the Barretts in Central. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh <laughs> no, no, thank you. I don't want to hang around the bears in Central. <laughs> Wait, but you you would think you would think I didn't go. No, nah, I still went. Still, still definitely went. It was in just risk my life. Like, I mean, you wanted it. Yeah. Niggas was youthful. Like, what you want to do? But the whole ride home, I'm like, oh, this is how niggas get knocked down. Fucking, I, I have no you idea. Know, you know, small, small glimpses in like the, in like your mental strength. Like the, just the one moment you do some wild shit. Like I had so many of those close encounters. Like it's fucking ridiculous. If you look, just looking back on it, you know what I mean? Like it gets to a point where you're just like, if it happens, it happens. And that was on me. You know what I mean? Like I did that. You and know, I, and like, I'd have been, I'd have been around, I'd have been in and been around way too many of the shootouts. And when that shit transpires, and you see it happen in slow motion, and you still just get that last little bit of funding. Hey, 
Should hey, the, the, charade, the charade skip make all the sense? When Kendrick did it, I was like, nigga, yep, I relate. That was me. <laughs> du, du, where you from? Where your granny stack? And that's the other thing about hood politics. That's it's not about. It's not. It's not just what your address is. Where mm. your granny? Where your <laughs> granny stay? Where your, your granny stay is where you from for real. Like mm-hmm. don't ever get don't ever get that fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, man. The, the, and and so I, I, I my bad. I went off on a tangent, but all that to say, like those are the politics you can maneuver around. Like when it, even when it's hot outside and niggas is funking, you know how to like dodge the phone. That has some level of code to it. That has some level of rhyme or reason to it. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be a part of that. You are choosing exactly. to be a part of that. Exactly. This this you don't got no choice. This folks was just outside. You know what like I mean? You, you waiting in line, you at rolling now, whatever. Like you, yeah. I'm like, oh no, this I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. For what? That's what I'm saying though. Like that's that's gonna be the difficult part about opening back up and then just trying to do anything has to do with a large body of water. I mean, a large body of people, like any, you know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's going to be interesting trying to navigate that space again, knowing, or just how long is the timeline before people start wilding like that? You know what I mean? Like all this, all the folks that have been cooped up when they, when are they, when is their time going to pass from when they're tripping for real? You know what I mean? Like when are they going to settle in to, because a lot of like what we forget, what we forget is that, the world shutting down for highly social people was bad. Yeah. But think about the people that are socially awkward and then you just try to put them into a space where be social again. You know what I mean? Or you just isolated the socially awkward folks, which they are probably all right with. You know what I mean? But- or or, or the, the people who, who were naturally social, who experienced some sort of mental health lapse during this during the quarantine like that 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 that's the part that is not being discussed people who are already operating as functioning beings experiencing like true mental health issues during the like the domestic if the domestic violence rate was in through the roof that means that some of the niggas that were that were passing as functional functioning citizens had lapses and was in there beating on a significant other so that then there's that the suicide rate was through the roof during the quarantine so we we talk we're talking about a whole new civilization it's not the same thing i personally have friends who are now diagnosed with um manic depressive bipolar like diagnosed with different things and they weren't going into the the pandemic yeah so i'm like so yeah. now I'm going, we just, so do we really just flip the switch? And the other thing, so there was, there's the shooting in Miami. Um, last week, there was the, we didn't, we didn't discuss it. I just didn't have the heart to, to be honest with you. Um, the party bus shooting in Oakland. I mean, I know we, we like touched on it, but the, the actual ramifications of what that, what the, the fallout of that is. Huh. Um, the type, the type of guns those kids, those are those are babies we're talking about. We not these aren't grown people. These are kids with fucking automatic weapons. Um, the fallout from how much money was in the streets for such a short amount of time, right? The peep, the peep, the PPP money. It was a lot of it, like a lot of it. So a couple, couple, couple of niggas. I personally came into contact with that touched a few million out of the PPP scam. Yeah. It was and, and they bought they bought cars, Gucci, and guns. Like 
That's no, that's no exaggeration. Exaggeration. Those were the things that we bought. So now that the money's gone, the cars are getting repossessed, the Gucci, the whatever. Guess what's left? Gotta go. Gotta go out there and get it. Shout out to Kev. 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 Kev and I were have that was get Kev broke that down, and I'm just like, huh. So so we so we haven't fully felt the felt the ramifications of the of of the pandemic. And now, now they're gonna just flip the switch. Um, your 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 commander in chief, your 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 leader. Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, motherfucking uh, uh, Biden, who's out yeah. just making making <laughs> making making deals left and right on our behalf. Nigga, if we didn't call this shit, shouting out shouting out Biden's <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm shouting them out every time because we because we called it. Gee, we called this shit. We called it. Oh no, that's real. Like somebody has to talk, has to speak on Biden because he's doing an amazing job of being how my background filter is right now. (laughs) Like this might as well be Biden behind me right now. What's what's going on over there? <laughs> hey, you ain't gonna be able to catch. You can't catch him doing a thing. Has he addressed the public yet? What? I don't know y'all nothing. Y'all voted me in. I'm late to the next. <laughs> what, you, what, you, what you want me to say? I just seen Kamala a few times, but that's only for like you know photo photo ops. But I don't know where the fuck Biden at. Kamala out here finessing, nigga. She's a public. Hey. She about to she about to put public figure in her Instagram bio. Like, hey, 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 what? Public figure, vice president of the United States. Public <laughs> 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 figure first. Public <laughs> figure slash <laughs> vice president. Hey, we we know we know what's more important. Oh, you're uh, United States. Staying staying in the mental health space, though, G. Um, I I like for me for me it's becoming more apparent that mental the mental health conversation and and the pursuit of being famous or infamous have always gone hand in hand but now there's a whole another unique relationship to it mm-hmm. uh, the people who are in the public eye who are who have uh, acquired the fame are going hey Y'all don't come over here. No, stay. Like the the, cry, the cries for help are apparent. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there is a there's like this there's this cesspool of crabs in a barrel that are that are fighting for that fame or being infa- or being infamous. And 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 the our I won't speak on the world, but our country's um, lack of lack of empathy for mental health um, just just makes for the most deadly um, potion you could possibly imagine I just I had that thought this week I was like huh and like you can you can you can go viral you can go viral and be famous pretty quick oh I mean I think I think the the the, the country is more receptive to mental health if they if the person looks like them but it's not but that doesn't work out for our community unfortunately because there is no outside attention to that community you know what I mean so 
it's it's going to be hard for the community to bear to therefore give a fuck about mental health for each other if the outside public doesn't. But the outside public is very receptive to mental health for their own. You know what I mean? Like they'll make the the highest of excuses for their own. You know, everything's mental health to them if they're if they're failing at something. You know, like mostly like the like uh, Demi Lovato is getting so many mental health. Um, chances you know uh, logic logic you know what i mean like it, this is just like public people so that people understand the names but yeah this is this is this is across the board you know what i mean yeah. like people do this for their children all the fucking time you know mm-hmm. uh, how the police are, um, interact with their children you know what i mean it's, it's due to mental health like they'll they'll let them beat their ass you know what mm-hmm. i mean in the process of trying to get them restrained in order to, in the name of, oh, they're going through something. You know, they never even thought about, you know, that being a threat, you know? So that's a, I think that's a commonality, but the famous mental health stuff, that's a hot button because like folks, folks are using that left and right on, like, it was interesting just seeing like the, like, like, I'm gonna say nothing. I'm gonna say it. I knew that was the angle that Joe was going to take. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I knew he. I knew when when everything when all this shit hit the fan, it was gonna be a matter of my y'all should watch out for my mental health in this moment. And I'm like, fam, and everyone. This is this is a public public service announcement for everyone. That's not how mental mental health works. You know what I mean? It's it's not only for it's not only for when people are dumping on you. It's for when you're up as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you should probably think about while you're up, mental health of everyone else. You know what I mean? That you should probably think about that at all times, but especially when you're up, because you have the extra um you have the extra uh amount in like your cup for you to for to spill over to other people to help them out you know what i mean so that should probably be when you especially think about other people's mental health including your own like if people understand like what you do for others is a reflection and also how you feel about yourself so when you're finally like empty you know what i mean and people are dumping on you, you feel like you can't take it no more you should have had some reserve during that time you know what i mean like it should it should have been some level of reserve in there so that's a, that's the only thing to me is just like when people utilize mental health you know what i mean and so that's so that's what that's what that was really where it was coming from was charlemagne that's who that was nasty he's, he's charlemagne, been charlemagne joe kwame brown like there's a there's a this the, that that act that entire sort of circle um or sphere that is that's causing a wave in in uh the entertainment space and and that's Chrissy Teigen and and we're and we're talking about we're talking about her she never thought it would what you know what I'm saying and and so to see it to see just to see how it's leveraged to see how it's thrown around um to see the lack of regard and how serious of a conversation and how like like normal people without access to the resources that these folks have, how they have to interact and interface and sort of come to grips with their with the, their mental health disorders or their loved ones. Fuck that. Their loved ones' mental health disorders. Like this this is shit we talk about. 
and and these individuals are leveraging it for 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 whatever it is, for whatever the fuck. Like I can't even be certain what the what the point is at 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 this stage. Um, so it's just one of those things. But the, the what really what really my, my bad. I think I think it's because mental health is at the cusp. Like I think it's like when I was talking about um, like people um, or just like businesses wanting to get in and early in on uh, on water because there's going to be a shortage at some point. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I think that's how mental health is. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not it's not essential at this moment for the public, but they <laughs> see all the uh, like how like how much the entire world is like catering into not the entire world. So we talk about the U.S. This is where we live at, but like. Um, how they're catering into like everybody's individual things like that are going on with their mental. So like what they identify as, um, how they can group up and um, have a, a backing for it, you know, like how people can tribe up this way, mm-hmm. uh, how companies are catering to a lot of this because they're just thinking about their green. So I think what, I think what what's going on with the mental health is that they can see it just like at some point they had to see podcasting, you know what I mean? Like eventually they're, it, it's at, it's at the very beginning and then you just throw a bunch of money in. So they're trying to get in early for when, when the money starts to catch up to the attention of it. You yeah. Know? The, um, I, I fucking love Rogan. I know he's going through a lot right now too. Um, but Joe? he had a guest. Yeah. He had, a, he had a guest. He, they try. They trying to get him the fuck out of here. They they trying to figure okay. out how to get him. Up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like it's like I want to say it's like every three weeks now they figure out something to get him out. Of here. But he he he's bulletproof. Like his his base is is too way, rich. Way too big of a base. Way too way too big of a base. But he he had a guest on there, and he was essentially talking about how when each when each civilization has ended, the things that have ended it has been the same. And there's been this obsession with, with gender roles, mm. um, and this 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 discussion in and in and around who 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 is what um, is this person crazy? Is this person like they didn't obviously they didn't have names for it? But the end of civilization usually has to do with gender roles, and like the the misappropriation of them. Um, the mixture of them, like literally men and women flip-flopping the gender roles in the in said civilization. Those are the signs of the end of, end of, end of those civilizations. And it feels like that's where the fuck we at right now. It's, this is, this don't, this, none of this shit makes any sense. And I have a harder, I have a much harder time having the conversations with folks who, who, who attempt to make it all make sense. Like, cause that is like, it's so, it's so, it's, it's, it's okay to start with, hey, I don't understand, I don't know. I'd, I'd much rather, I'd much rather land in that space. But to have, to have full exposés and full think pieces, just to say you don't know at the end, seems so irresponsible. Who was that that said? I wonder if it was in our conversation or another conversation I had. I forgot what it was, but mm-hmm. with all this like identification and like catering to identification. Does that mean that in these times we should just open the fuck up and we can go wherever we want to because a person can identify as vaccinated? I've seen that online. 
I seen it. I seen it. I seen that meme. I seen this week was hilarious for me. They should so they should be able to do whatever fuck they want to, right? Like exactly. so that if we can get enough people backed up on that, you know, you got you got you, you got it. If, if people gonna finesse and whoop men, mental health and leverage mental health, when 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 Joe says I'm a mental health guy, I throw the phone. Uh, it hey. makes me so un- it makes me so uncomfortable. What the fuck does that mean? I haven't, I haven't listened to anything from Joe for a while, but. That it's, it's still gonna have the clips though, right? So you're still gonna yeah. get like the articles or whatever that say some of these things. And when I when I read that, I was like, "Come on, man, come on." So read, read I can't imagine what reading it felt like. Reading it probably looks nuts. Hearing hearing it in the back, knowing the background, you're just like, "Come on, man," because because I knew that angle had to come at some point. Like as soon as I saw the uh, the thing from uh, from like the sexual accusation, the accusation there, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And then when when uh, when Paul showed that uh, that balcony footage, or not Paul told us about the balcony footage, and I watched that part, then I was like, "Oh, it's 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 coming!" Like you can see that shit coming from a mile away. Gee. The the kind of sick, the sick part about that he's been saying that for months now because I'm a mental mental health guy and nobody on his staff was like bro that that sounds crazy to say what are you saying nah because he you, you, he's you suffered the hill. he's building a king of the hill uh it's, model. it's different if you suffer from something but to sit up there and go I'm a mental health what the fuck does that mean man. <laughs> what are you saying? You suffer from depression. I'm I'm happy that the the um the uh the 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 athletic and the the um the athletes journal where where um Demar Derozan and and fucking uh, Kevin Kevin Love have written these amazing pieces about their bouts with depression and anxiety as 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 famous wealthy athletes. It's like yo that like take that like like put put some put some language to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, shout out. But see, this, see, this. So this is where we run into problems. At Naomi Osaka, fucking brilliant, and just, and just, and just, and just exceptional. She that's that's not that's not that's not a pursuit of famous. That's a that's a pursuit of excellence. And going, hey, by the way, I ain't doing no press because that shit is that shit weighs on my mental health. I don't know how other athletes subject themselves to that, to sit up here and, and have y'all ask the same dumbass questions, uninformed dumbass questions. Like, what? Do, what? Do, what? Do, why do? Why do the? Why do the babies got to come through and show how shit is done? Yeah, I mean, if any, if anybody's paid attention to Naomi when she is in public. Right. It, it is the hardest thing in the, it is the hardest thing in the world for her to face the public. Mm. She just happens to be amazing at what she does. Like until she's until she's more comfortable with being in the like y'all shoving faces in front of her like she's a grown ass adult. Mm. You know what I mean? And she and also her the the culture that she was raised in she was she's not familiar with that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's interesting. I can only imagine being the number two person in the world, uh, sometimes number one person in the world. I can only imagine that taking place yeah. at that age and that not being a part of your culture and automatically you get all the endorsements and because of your background, you get all of the endorsements and all the people want to do all these 
all these uh, pieces with you, all these interviews, um, all these magazines, you know, all this stuff they want to do and they just want to throw it at you. And then and then you just know you no longer have your uh, like your world. You know, you no longer have your uh, your life is, is no longer yours at that age. Yeah. yeah. What, what what did when you when you heard when you heard her statement, what did what did it? Because it, remi- it reminded me. I'm not going to lie because it's messed uh, up. It's, I'm not going to lie with my first thought first. What thought was? Well, no, no. No, seriously. What was your first thought? What the fuck Corday do? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Hey, what you, what you did? What you did? Because <laughs> uh, you know he an album owner, so he, it had to be something wild that he did. You know what I mean? Like that's the first thing that came to mind, but I didn't want to like I didn't want to take away from the fact that there is mental health issues, and like I do understand because I, I I've seen how she is in public, and she, yeah. you know, seeing her on Ellen and shit like that, and Ellen depressing her, like Ellen's not a grown ass woman, and she just be like, bro, like I, this is uncomfortable for me, but you know, no, I was I was I was I was proud. Um... This uh, the, the 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 kid the generation this generation behind us, um, they're just exceptional. Insane, insane. The, the talent the the, ta- the talent is one thing, but it's the it's the emotional intelligence that uh, uh, I'm I'm most proud of, you know. And then you know just hoping you have to that- thank the baby boomers, man. You have to thank the baby boomers. The baby boomers don't get enough credit because. Yeah, yeah. Because they flood, they flooded the floodgates. Like they just came through with with a mass number of individuals that you could not watch and be a part of each one of their lives. Exactly. <laughs> so that birthed the freedom that we now have in whatever generation we're in now. I don't know. I, at, at this point, I can't keep up with the generations. I don't even know what generation I'm in, so I don't know. I'm saying, but to your to your point, G, that is that's where I'm hoping the connection is made, right? Because there's this disconnect. And the segregation between the generations, like literally, if from the baby boomers on down, there's this like, man, we don't fuck with them because they, they was going to church. Well, we don't fuck with y'all because y'all didn't go to church. And then, then, then the the kids behind us, we really, they, they really get a hard time because they, they like, they soft apparently. It's like, nah, fam. Yeah, like everybody, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has these these amazing qualities that they were afforded on the backs of the generation before them. We should all be big enough one another. And finessing this motherfucker together. That's why you see, if you really pay attention, like ta- like really look at the really look up at the roster around the the quote unquote successful folks, and look at the different representations of the generations for the for the sake of a true feedback circle. Because if you only around niggas your age, you don't have a real feedback circle. If you don't have no OGs around, you don't have no true context. You don't have no you don't have no tr- you really you really don't know what the hell you're talking about. So go get you some OGs for real. And then if you don't have no youth around you, you for damn sure don't know what you're talking about because them niggas come up with a new word on TikTok every day. Man. Like they don't they don't stop. It's almost like they don't sleep. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't sleep and they're all connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all a part, they're all tapped into the world, you know. Yeah. Like when they look in, like, when they look into their screen. The, who they're communicating to this is why their mental health is all over the place with uh with uh virt- with like virtual bullying and all that but hmm. they tap into a screen like when i tap into a screen i know specifically who i'm dealing with on my screen you know what i mean but like the way they be tapping into a screen they'll have like 
thousands, hundreds of thousands of people paying attention to him at the exact same time. And it's like a human being wasn't meant to deal with this many people at once. Like no. these, this many opinions no. at once. No, no, man, it's not supposed to matter. You know, but when you're still in the development stage and not really knowing who you who you fully are, just shit. You know, you're 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 failing in the public eye. You know, because you don't turn it off, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a constant. So you can so you can make you can make gems. You can make amazing individuals. I think uh, specifically in this in this uh, context. Um, Triple uh, X was an amazing individual when it comes to creativity and some of the things that he was on and some of the things that he was thinking about and doing and how he was putting it out into the public, you know, like how the visuals were and all that, like what he was into was interesting as fuck. Yeah. And, it, and you could see that it was only like the, the rate that it was growing was massive, you know what I mean? But he also had his demons and things that he had to work out that was, you know, useful shit that, you know, you would want to bury somebody for, you know what I mean? So that that was a thing as well. And then you had to pay that with his life, you know? But like, that's how quickly they're, that's how quickly they're moving though. Like they're, they're moving so quickly that they could be the most creative beings in the world and be in tune with all this social justice stuff. And at the same time, have a target on their head because of how visible they are. And it's the that's the part we're talking to. Uh, shout out to Sean. That's that's really that's really my homie for real. We uh, she, my she, son, she, my she, she's oh my bad. Shut up, Megan. You know good about it. No fucking my son. Um, <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> But she's she's tapping in. She's uh really about to focus and pivot on her her travel journey and her food journey. Like dope dope thinker in and around that space. And that that is that is a career. We were having that discussion. But she was just saying how you feel. I'm like, brother, I, I feel so I feel so charged. And I laugh I laugh at twenty year old me because I was really walking around here thinking I knew some shit, man. Like. Hey. It's like, gee, it's so laughable now, though, bro. Like, bro, it almost took me out thinking that I knew it all. You know what I mean? Like, you know how damaging it is when you believe that you know it all? Oh, it fucks you up. And it fucks you up for a period of time. You know what yeah, I mean? Because it- you're only going to get shown every, every single time you think that you know it all. You're only going to get shown that you don't. That's it. Over and over <laughs> The sick, the sick part is to have that to have that happen your entire twenties though. I mean, your entire twenties is like, nigga, I know everything. No, you don't. Whoopie, just for you to go. All right, I won't do it no more. And then you get you get a little healed up, and now you right back to thinking you know everything. Get whooped again. I did that my my entire twenties, literally. I think that, but I think that's the natural progression from struggle though. Like when you are when you, when you're when you come from struggle culture, and you have to. And you're attempting to break out of it. I think any progression outside of struggle, you feel like you know it all, because like it's it's, it's untapped territory for you. You know what I mean? Like there, the the direction now is specifically on your shoulders, and you feel as if you know it all because you're making these moves for yourself. 
You know what I mean? Until you got to get, you know, until you get to the correction phase, which however long that is, that was my 20s as well. But the entire correcting phase until you can completely break that off of yourself, like, I don't know shit. And then that's the freeing moment because now you get to flood in all this information that you, you know, were, was reluctant to take in because you thought that you had it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful to be on the other side of it. I wish uh, I would, a, a, thir- a 30 year old triple X um, runs the world, you know, what? Um, a 30, a 30 year old, a 30 year old Tupac is probably unstoppable an unstoppable force. Um, you know who I think that is though. And it is quiet as kept. I'll keep saying it because I'm not afraid to, and I'm not, I don't feel any way about it as far as like a shame, a shame or anything because of how old he is. But I see that for Jaden, and I see that for Willow. Oh, what? Absolutely. 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 But, but, but what they do doesn't have to be in the public eye, which is the beautiful part of it. That, that's the, that's, but that's the whole lesson. Like the, the infinite, we, start, we started this conversation talking about famous and infamous and all that shit. Bro, you know how much shit you can get done off the grid? That's it. Like, we don't, like, like, fuck, fuck, like fuck the credit. Like, fuck who said what? Like, we need to be able to finesse. We need this to be as anonymous as possible. So it ain't no, it ain't, it don't draw, no cause, no attention over here, my nigga. That could be, the, that could be the name of this podcast, man. This one, this, this episode, fuck the credit, because that, that's, that's what they need to know. That's, that's the message yeah. that needs to be known is fuck the credit. Like, we've been talking about it for six weeks, Chief. We've been saying, we've been saying it consistently, but they, I think, I think we finally like are dialing it in like that. that that's <laughs> yeah. exactly, that's yeah. exactly why. It's a constant, it's a constant, you know? Booty calls. Booty calls. <laughs> you know what you got to do, man? Literally. literally. Like, you got to get this angle, X. I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. Man. I know what you're doing. Um, you know what that little number we, right there. We landed on music, and that was our fan question this week. Um, before we uh, shout out, uh, rest, rest in peace, X. Um, they released Ex- uh, Exodus um, this week. DM- DMX's uh, posthumous record. Um, did you guys get a chance to run through it? Yeah. Yes. But yeah, how? What, what was the? What was the consistency? How did you feel? I was. I had mixed feelings because I felt like after listening to the project, I was like, "This was X's bounce back." Yeah. Because he'd been quiet for so long and. You can tell from the features and how the music sounds what he was going to do. Yeah. And, but then I'm happy that, you know, his family is going to be able to live off that and eat off that. But Yeah, it, it, it sounded like he had the, uh, like he had the, uh, the, the care or the, the, the want to back, you know, some of that hunger or whatever, just the appreciation of being in the game. Uh, that's a cool, that's, that was, that was, that was, uh, evident, um, over the project, I think. So I was happy to hear that. It was, it was a sad moment though, hearing that song for, uh, for a son, just cause I remember that, that Iyanla, Iyanla 
Then that that episode, yeah. Episode, yeah. I just remember how that was. So hearing that song because you could still hear from his angle. Um, you know, he's from that. He's from that. From from that age. You know what I mean? That age is where things that I do is for you to not do it. You know what I mean? Like it was, it, it was an example for you not, I'm not going to stop doing it. I can't, you know what I mean? Like there is no part of me that can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I'm too far in, but for you, you know, cause I can't speak about it. It's not like X was going to therapy himself to talk about the shit that was going on in his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even if therapy would probably even work for how fucking deep his 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 issues were you know what i mean so like his thing was just like i think he had a a, he had a a a direct connection a a direct bridge to uh to god i think he really did have that like his his the way that he spoke and the way that he did his prayers it felt as if he he was speaking you know he had a he had a conversation like i and i think he also had a conversation with the devil so i think that both sides he can have that conversation, you know what I mean? And and be completely he, open. He did it, gee, he did it every album. Damien, I know, Damien, 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 and then the Damien and Damien in the prayer was exactly that. And and, and that's it. And that's the, so that's the part, right? Uh shout out Swiss and crew for making for 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 getting for following through and getting it done as as best as they could uh without without X present for the last final stages um of getting a record done. And Anybody that's done it knows how hard it shit is to do it when all parties are present, let alone when when the the when the party it's based on isn't there for input critique, none of that. So don't not not gonna have a conversation about the music, the sequence, and none of it. That just that just had to be whatever it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only thing is when you hear what Pop Smoke's record turned into with 50 at the head. Um, and just how the music felt. Um, I'm just gonna leave it. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. But I love what you just said, G. He had a direct channel to God. Mm-hmm. Like he he had he had God he had God number for like all of us got God Google number. Right. <laughs> X, X X know how to put X know how to pull up on that nigga and have a real dialogue. But in the same breath. That other nigga he got on the line too. And and he's been saying it forever and putting it in the music. And um I, I just it was it was a hard, it was a hard listen. It was it was a really hard it was an emotional listen. Um because to Lex's point, based on the features, based on the music, you could you could it was it was primed. It was primed for the return. Um and just the beginning of it, you know, like, like I, I know, I know people don't necessarily care for Nas's Yay album. That's that's I love that album. I love that album. That shit, that shit is flawless to me. But what King's Disease turned into and how Nas been sounding on records, it's like, yo, all right, niggas is getting okay. The niggas that pioneered this sound, they getting, they're getting sharp. They getting better. Hope, hope sound like a machine. Nobody want that whole smoke right now. At all. I don't know. Right now. Hove is dialed the fuck in. Black Thought is dialed in. Styles P is dialed the fuck in. These these old niggas is nice for real. And I wanted I wanted that. I got a hell of a uh, Corona commercial, boy. Long stand, Snoop Dogg. Snoop really the goat. Snoop is really the goat. Snoop can do no wrong with the. I mean, and shout 
about X, shout out Swiss. Um, Exodus is out. Please go, please go tap in. Um, but our fan question was from uh, NA. Want more NA? My brother Nate. Um, my favorite, my favorite MC. It's not even close. Uh, just he just he just he he represents he represents the city so well. He represents Richmond so well. But what he does, and 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 I think I've said this to Nate. I hope I, I, I hope I've said it to him in person so that um, he's clear on because he listens to the show. He does listen. He taps into the pod every week. So I hope I've said this to him so that he so that there isn't any confusion by what I mean by what I'm gonna say. Nate fulfills a space that no one else can. He's tapped into the streets for real. Like street niggas fuck with Nate for real, for real. Like Nate be outside for real, but. If you want bars, he can do that for real. And it's not, I, I don't know very many niggas from the West Coast that do that. Like it's some, it's some, it might be some other niggas from other places that are able to do that. But as far as the West Coast is concerned, you usually either got to pick a side. You usually got to be backpack nigga or you got to be street nigga. It, it rarely, rarely is it both. And Nate is, Nate embodies it and just does it with such fucking excellence it, it 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 it's it's the most amazing thing to watch i remember when we went to um the caribbean was for poe's birthday wasn't it uh yeah and nate's project came out me and freak were sharing a room and the sun was setting and our shit was overlooking the uh the, the ocean and then we just turned nate shit on and watched the sunset and was just smoking on the balcony i was like bro this is the this is the dopest thing i've ever experienced there's a nigga from where i'm from rapping about Fucking Margella, uh, Margella money is on that fucking uh, on that project. And I'm just like, bro, this is crazy, you know. So shout out Nate, but his. So I I prefaced it that way because his fan for his fan question, he said, um, now that it's 2021, and new artists are sampling early 2000s and late 90s songs right now, based on how 90s artists got punked trying to clear said samples. Should they keep that same energy or make it extremely easy for new artists to clear clear their music? I think that one. Say it again. I think you should lead that one. Um I I I genuinely despise the sample clearing process. Like I I I I thought I so I um, my Empire release was 2016, I think. Last Marauder was 2016, I think. Um, yeah, 2016, right? Yeah. Um, I got I got four calls for sync licensing deals for four songs on that project. All four of them had the biggest samples I could have ever picked on. I had the Kendrick sample in O Money. I had the fucking Grizzly Bear sample and the other one and then I cannot remember what the other two samples were but I know those two specifically got called for uh Nike a Nike placement and then a, a film placement and I there had no means of clearing the fucking thing um, and it, to even begin the conversation so you so this is how the, to, to, to hire a broker to start the conversation was was uh was 1500 just to start the conversation then whatever um depending on the deal structure. So it would be, so to get it, to get the sample clear from Kendrick, it's three, three different entities you got to go through. Like, yeah, 
this is this is stressful for no for no reason because it's it's literally it's literally uh half a uh, half a word mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and you're like this is frustrating but but what but but i i chalked that up to the game and going you just got to be able to play the game so i didn't i never i didn't i, I wasn't mad then I literally didn't get mad until a few weeks ago. Uh, Tracklib did um, did a did a did like a collaboration with Bob James to sort of highlight. He's, Bob James has one of the most sampled songs in the world, G. Um, OG from the '70s, right? So they're interviewing him, and he's going, "Yeah, Run DMC. This they they sample me. This this." And he's and but the way old white cuz is speaking about it. It's like, yeah, I didn't fuck with it because I didn't get paid on everything. If I got paid from everything, it wouldn't be a big deal. Then he proceeds to explain how he how he felt about the song that is one of the most simple songs ever. He goes, yep, we're doing a record and we're done. And they go, yo, you got this amount of space left on the B side to finish it. So y'all got to come up with something. He said, man, so we just went in there and we, we came up with something and that was the, the one we did to complete the, the, the B-side. So you didn't really give them. So, 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 so walk me back, Mr. Bob Jane. The most sampled song in the world is one that you deemed a throwaway. Some, some brilliant niggas was in, in, in the lab cooking up, found the sample, looped it up and, and took it on one. And then everybody else went to go grab it. And, and now not this is one of the most sample shits ever. You didn't give a fuck about it. You over here going, oh man, Peyton, you know, I get it. Intellectual property. I'm always going, I'm always going to ride for that. But it's the, it's the loop, like niggas whole projects have been stopped behind some samples. But isn't that how isn't that how it goes? Like especially in entertainment or just period, uh, that people deem themselves more important more important the further out they go. You know what I mean? Like by the time you get to like an older age or whatever, some shit that you've done within your timeline, uh, you can switch it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Or you can make it be like, okay, the attention ain't as great as it was when I was young. But now what I can hold on to is the fact that I did that. So now you, you know, basically, I think I think for the most part, people want you to bow down to the fact that they did some shit. But my thing is, in sampling, in sampling and this is the part that you can help me with, is that I think doesn't doesn't sampling just bring attention to your record? In, in, in theory, in theory, it should. But let's say, you know, you made a song in 93. I go loop it right now. And some DJ does a does a TikTok viral mix and all the shit and brings some attention to yours and your stream go up, then bet we lit. Because you you are feeling a residual effect of that. But if I take your song from 93 onward, and it becomes number one on Billboard. You know what them royalty checks look like, fam. I need a piece, so I'm not. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at busting down the business. I genuinely don't like somebody being able to go. No, that's not coming out. Or but if it come out, I want hundred percent of the public. That part of it though, like, don't they bust down the business, or do they try to find a loophole to, or they, or do they, or is it that just that we're just talking about uh, percentage points? So are we talking about how much of the song is actually being used in order to, like, is that where they get caught up at? Is like what the percentage point is that should be going to the original, the originator of it? 
Is that what the issue at? No, they get caught up in both. Like literally, there have been like, um, did you realize that you were a champion in their eyes? That silly dance shit uh, that Ye did on graduation. Them niggas told him no initially. Mm. We're not we're not clearing this, and Ye's like, what the fuck? Like, it's damn near the hardest song on graduation. I can't not have this come out. Ye had to write them a personal letter, like explaining like the relationship with his dad, like what the song meant for real, because this is rap shit. Don't give a fuck. And this is graduation, yay. And they and Steely Dan still told that nigga no. Like you shouldn't be able to say no. That's what it. I'm saying. Got it. Um, and so some people can still say no, but then if they don't say no, they go, What well, are you desperate? We want hundred percent of the publishing in. And you like, wait, what? Okay, so that's so, all getting to it. So it, it does yeah. percentage that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, be ridiculous on a percentage point. Peter, Peter Guns and Lord, Lord Tariq. Uh, dun, 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 the, the Uptown Baby shit. I, that's not. I, I want to say that's Steely Dan too. Them niggas took a hundred percent of the publishing on that song. They don't fuck. They don't get no royalty check from that song. Uh, Peter Guns and Lord. It's one of the biggest hip hop songs ever. Right. You know. Okay. So it's. Uh, so so I okay. So I get it then. I get it then because I, I mean I do understand that the music business is that so that type. Of, like, it's, a, it's a lot of doggy dog shit and like people are for no fucking reason yeah but I, I i that's the part i was getting hung up on and that makes sense to me okay okay because yeah. i was thing is, i'll just be thinking about doesn't it just bring attention to your shit but i guess if that's the case and yeah. somebody doesn't clear because they're thinking that i should get 100 then yes chances are we're probably never going to clear this motherfucker because you're not getting yeah, yeah not not a hundred percent of, of did, did i some... your song? like did i just take your song and say it exactly like you, then yes, 100% you can have. I mean, I mean, there is hit making Tory Lanez and them niggas is just literally just taking some shit from the 90s, looping that shit and using the same melody. They're just changing the words. So that, so then I get it. Now I need 100% of that. That makes sense. I would say even for that, then you should probably take like 75, 80%. You should never take 100% at the, unless they're using your exact same words on your exact same beat then it sounds like 100%. That means like they didn't put no thought into this whatsoever. They just wanted to relive that moment again. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that makes sense. And benefit from this dog. Yeah, Bert, Bert, hit making them got a real factory over there. That's not even no hate shit. It's just like, yo. No, 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 not at all. Them niggas, them niggas is just taking the flyer shit from the 90s. And then they taking some obscure shit from the 90s too and really flipping it and giving it to, to do it. To, 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 it's proper just do. So it's not a hate. That was I, I just thought when Nate, Nate sent that immediately, after listening to Monday's episode, he's like, "Nigga, I got a question. How about, how about this?" <laughs> um, Your money. Shout out, yes, sir. Wasn't there a older artist who said, "I will never let a rapper sample my music"? Yes, that was um, Tish. Not Tish. I'm gonna say Tish. Shout out Tish Hyman. It wasn't Tish Hyman. What is her name? Fuck. Oh, Lex. I know exactly who you're talking about too, and I can't think of the name. She lives in Richmond now too. She lives oh, in Rich, she lives she lives in Richmond now too. But she, damn, what's her name? Uh, I'll, I'll hit Bruno and figure out what's. She's a she's a world renowned artist, by the way. Yeah, uh, she's just like no, I will never approve the sampling of any of my music to rappers. And I was like, damn, that's ever. ever. That sounds like some shit though. Like, oh, gee, is she R and B or rap? R and B, but it's like it's like more of a 
she's right. occupied she, she occupied a real a real unique space and it because it wasn't it wasn't like traditional r&b it was like a specific like late 80s early 90s r&b she lives in richmond now and i cannot think of her name it's bothering me got it because that sounds like some of the old school shit because like some of the old school shit is like on that oprah shit where they still think that rap be talking about bitches and hoes yeah they ain't listen to rap since bitches and hoes was like the initial playground shit that they used to rap about yeah we uh lex lex bub has a hard out but there's hella hella topics we we didn't get to G, please tell me you have a uh, which which one of yours would you would if you had to pick on some Hail Mary shit to go with on the way out? Because you got fired this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I apologize to everybody. Okay. Uh, I think we should close out on the niggas make up the wildest excuses to break up, but uh, <laughs> just, you just dick. Just, you dick. Get out. You dick. Nah, nigga, look at yours. <laughs> uh, we could bypass the shop. Um, I just got the funny ass. Let's see. Uh, given, yeah, uh, I'll say I'll say that for next week. The future, the future comment. I don't know. I don't that'll be old by next week. But uh, nah, it won't. It's only gonna ramp up because it's about to get spicy. Steve Harvey responded this morning, so. Yeah. Okay, so we got- we go. <laughs> I wait for Steve just to bring out the shoddy. Like I feel like he got some, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you hey, could play with so many dads, you know what I mean? You like me? you feel me? Daughters, then guess what, my nigga? If you I feel me? Don't say nothing, but nigga, I will. Uh, but yes, I just want to say for the listeners uh, to go take a look at and um, uh, tune into uh, in our mother's garden. That's some of the clips that I was sending to you last night, money. That shit was amazing, G. I'm, 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 I'm. That's my plan today. So yeah, thank so that, you. That's that's on Netflix. I got put on by uh by by, by a black woman on that, but uh, and she's just like outlined that you know it's uh it's on a, it's an all women cast. Um, there there's a documentary uh, talking about just the timeline for black women uh, in America. Um, my, you know, from the South and then like the first generations being over in the North or in the California and stuff like that. So uh, just talking about my uh, navigating the world um, from each angle. So from being a daughter, um, having a child, um, being a daughter, mother, grandmother, up the timeline. Um, but the person that I was sending was uh, Dr. Coco uh, Selassie. Bro, when I say the shit, the time that she is on, she on a different type of time, G. Bro, and, but she in tune, bro. Like she, yeah. the, the way that she talking, like she <laughs> on some shit where, like, I don't know what happened in her timeline, but white folks better beware. She sees some <laughs> shit. Shout out, shout out, Coco. That makes sense. Her name is Coco. That's hilarious. What? But she had a cold bar. I, I could have kept sending clips, but I did. I just figured that y'all should definitely go watch it. But no, um, I'm def- I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, but she got a cold ass bar talking about because uh, she does the uh, I think it's called Ingu Ingo. I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta do more research on it, of course. But just the um, uh, the cooking for your ancestors. Um, but she was doing that part, and then um, she just said in a cold ass bar of uh, the the reason why you do that, like you don't feed them anything that you wouldn't feed yourself. So she's like skinning things to make sure that it's not rotted or whatever. Um, and then when she cooks it, she's like. Uh, you got to think of it like this, like your ancestors are you on the other side 
mm-hmm. and you are your ancestors on this side. So like it's you're constantly connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's something that I think, you know, especially because there was a lot of hurt in that doc uh, from uh, from black people and black women. Um, what they're what they're um, what they're uh, what they're supposed to be connected to and like how they how they were treated and how they're um, how they were raised and stuff like that and they just have to I think everyone just has to remember and I think black men need to watch that for sure but everyone has to remember that we're all connected to our mother's garden that's so far with with that in our mother's garden please go watch that and please go watch high on the hog um it covers yeah, it covers the transformation of African food and how we influence Africa, like American culture. It's, it's bro, I only I only got through episode two and was in fucking tears, bro. Like for yeah, like, I, I, please, please go watch How on the Hog. I encourage everybody to. Uh, Lex Bub, how you doing? Can we, can we do one more? Or you need to go. Shit, I gotta go. I'm... It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all good. We um, I, I say by the bell. I was hoping you said that. I don't want to have to answer it no way. So we gotta go. Don't say nothing. We gotta go. It's all... <laughs> It's all good. We'll use it next week. We, yeah. we try to stop us over the next week. Don't worry about it. Hey, to my family, my guys, I appreciate you. I'm always, always, always inspired by you guys. Always working. Like, bubble, be safe out there, brother. Um, and to our listeners, keep tapping in. We want to keep our subscribers challenge going. So subscribe to the YouTube page. Hit the notifications and make sure, make sure you put somebody on this week. Absolutely imperative. And follow the Instagram page, Meet the Brave Podcast. And with that being said, we will see y'all next week. Love, love. Yes.